This is Two Dudes and a Six Pack with your hosts, Grayson and Chris. Tight, 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 yeah. That's good. Join us as we cover a six pack of topics from booze Excellent. to pop culture. Inconceivable. So, pull up a chair and crack open a beer as we discuss the best. Here's to feeling good all the time. Of the worst. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Okay. He's dead. Rodriguez is dead. Frank, will you get out of here? We're in the middle of Boys to Men rehearsal. Hold on a second. I'll bite. Who's Rodriguez? The sweet old man from our building. This is the worst flu that Philly has ever seen. Wow. We have to quarantine ourselves. What? Frank, we're not going to die of the flu because we're young and vital. You are old and feeble. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Two Dudes and a Six Pack where we make the best of the worst situation using booze and pop culture. And we are in a pickle of a situation right now. This is podcast number three since we've been forced to go underground. We're kind of like an underground podcast radio right now with all the quarantine stuff. But we will get into that in just a moment. For now, introductions are in order. You got me, Grayson, on this side of the glass. And on the other side, we got your friend and mine, Chris. Yep, what's up, everybody? We're still here, man. We're still we, kicking. We're still kicking. Um, that's about as good as we can get nowadays. <laughs> I think we'll take it right yeah, now. Yeah, without kicking the people that we were with. <laughs> um, Getting course, a little stir-crazy. Yeah, of course, I only have two dogs, but I feel like after like another six weeks of this, it's going to be just... Uh, people gonna come to blows. Real, I mean, tensions are yeah, man. They're they're already starting to run high, high enough. Yeah. <laughs> the cat I know is already trying to kill us as we speak. We've been home way too often. <laughs> the cat's like, get the hell out of here. Yeah, it's like, where did my space go? Now you guys are here like literally all the time. This wasn't the deal. I'm sure the dog likes it though. Yeah, that's that's the only like caveat. The dog's like loving it. Cat hates it. The rest of us are just coping at this point. <laughs> so at least the dog's happy. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least somebody's right. Yeah. Gotta have one. Yeah. Well, for all you guys, um, crack open your uh, your your brewski or your drink or your paint thinner, whatever you're drinking um, now, um, because we're gonna get into our first drink right away. Because we got some ranting to do about just the morons <laughs> of that we're just running that we're encountering. Because oh man, I feel like situations like this they it either brings out the best in humanity, but it also brings out just the complete idiocy of the people. Yeah of humanity too. And sometimes it's just like, you know, we, we deserve this. We deserve this. Scale of tipping in, in a very specific way. I feel like too, not yeah. the way I'd like to see it. No, no, no. I need to, yeah, we need to start saving up for that, uh, Island, uh, that we can just, you know, quarantine ourselves on. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you podcast listeners out there too, man, help us get there. You guys can come visit. Yeah. Fast. yeah, yeah. You just you just gotta like, subscribe, and share this thing so then we can finally buy the two dudes official island. <laughs> and just let us know that you liked and shared, and you know, we'll just we'll just quarantine together. Yeah, yeah. You gotta <laughs> get your own plane ticket, but uh more than welcome to get there. Yeah, and then we'll take a yeah, a plane. We'll we'll do one of those you gotta get like the, the, the water planes, whatever. Those are kinda cool. 
Yeah, got to have that. I feel like that'd be the kind of plane I'd like to fly because you can't really. I mean, it's. I feel like it's got to be harder to crash it, right? Because you have like infinite runway. Yeah. Right. Or I is it that... harder to do? <laughs> I think it's easier. Right. I'm not a pilot, but I think it's easier. <laughs> it's skiing on water. Yeah. There's there's only a finite runway. It seems like it would be easier. Yeah. You know, you're going fast enough. The waves, I mean, unless it's like a storm or something, but calm water, I think, yeah, totally easier. (laughs) Of course, how did, like, if you don't make the dock, like, is there like something in the plane that pushes you or are you just kind of floating now? Like, how does that work? Good question. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think they have like a motor or anything. Right. right? So, yeah, if you if you miss the dock or and you're like just out there, I think you just gotta wait wait till you come back in. <laughs> wait for sure Get a to boat take you in. to tow you back. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, but all right, all right. What, what what kind of drink you got going right out of the gate? All right, out of the gate, I got this thing. Uh, I dusted off the the shaker. I thought we were going to be doing a little bit more celebrating at this time in the quarantine. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, unfortunately, we're not. We're still kind of stuck in it, and uh, I have been scrambling i've been doing the counter uh cabinet shopping to just scrounge up drinks i didn't really want to go out trying to do the whole social distance thing stay you know pretty uh pretty i guess uh reasonable as far as it goes but uh it's getting wearing a little bit thin so i got some milk in the fridge uh i found some uh castillo spiced rum that I had for some uh, eggnogs back in the uh, the Christmas days. Nice. And I did some Googling, and it seems like there's a drink called Rum Cow. It's basically uh, milk and rum. <laughs> I'm sure your stomach Probably will enough. love it. Yeah, yeah. So it's got a little uh, Angostura bitters in there, some vanilla, uh, the milk, the rum, sugar. I've got it in a shaker. I'm going to mute my mic and shake it up. And uh, I'm going to do, because why not? It sounds horrible, and we're in horrible times. I'm going to throw some curry powder on it, like a little <laughs> chili powder, like uh, some Jesse <laughs> yeah. chili powder on uh-huh. there. It's going to be curried, uh, curried milk cow. So I'm going to shake this up if you want to introduce your drink, and then I'll, I'll hop back on when I pour this thing. Um, yeah, sure. So for me, I I was trying to get something that would be reflective of the – the cash certain people are going to be getting for this, like, uh, you know, like people don't have jobs. Government's going to give you some money. So I was trying to find some drinks that would be reflective of that. Um, I didn't think of Goldschlager until later, and I couldn't really find anything good. So I ended up getting three kind of beers that one of them is uh, semi um, will make sense. But I'll, I'll leave that for the end. But the one I'm going to crack open right now is a Samuel Smith India Ale. This is a legit IPA. It, it's none of those fake, I mean, the, the new age American, you know, overhopped stuff. This is like, oh yeah, this man. is the Sam classic, Smith. the classic IPA. They, they only call it India Ale, but it's, a, I mean, it's an Indian pale ale. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, it is like, as just, just like, this is what it's supposed to be like. So I don't know if I've ever actually had this one before from Samuel Smith, but you can't really go wrong with good old Sammy Smith over there. I mean, they're... I was going to say, man, I don't think I've ever gone wrong with uh, with anything that, that they do. No, they're a legit brewery. If you see it, you, you know it's going to be good. 
And yeah, so I would crack it open. I'm not pouring it in, into any glasses. I'm kind of out of glasses at this point. I had packed up all my glasses to to move, and the beer is foaming everywhere. <laughs> That's fantastic. Well, I got mine all settled here. All right, Let and me know uh, about it. it it's pretty much an eggnog, man. It's yeah. weirdly just like a, like an eggnog. I got it. I took it just with the uh, uh, without the curry powder. Now I'm gonna add add the chili powder in there, chemically impure. See how that affects things. <laughs> Could be interesting. You know, it's uh, it's actually not bad. Yeah, it works. It's uh, milk's yeah, it works. Milk's a little foamy because it's been in that shaker, kind of you know married up with that uh, that rum. I think you got to do this in the shaker though. If, right. you, if you're just trying to pour milk into rum or something like that and stir it up, I think you're gonna get a garbage situation. But uh, hey, in a pinch, I'll take it. This is where we're at right now, guys. Yeah. Drinking rum cows in the middle of quarantine. <laughs> And I'm just gonna take a pull of this IP, uh, this India ale. Now that I've wiped up the uh, the spillage. I mean, it, it very much tastes more like a kind of a just a British brown ale. The uh, the hoppiness is not very strong at all, at least compared to what you would uh, find in a modern. Yeah, the American, U.S. ones. U.S. Yep. US one. But I, I like it. There's just enough um, hops for it, you know, you get a, a sense of it. But really, it's it just tastes like a, you know, like a solid kind of English brown ale. And uh, if you if you had it, you'd instantly be like, that is a uh, British beer. Like, there's no question about it. That is British. There's, there's a lot of just, I don't know, I feel like a lot of the British beers have a very specific kind of taste palette to it yeah yeah i mean it's hard to like dial it down cohesively but if you've had it you know what we're talking about like yeah. it's definitely got uh, a certain characteristic to it than like your typical u.s ipa yeah i, I like anything that samuel smith does they, they do all kinds of great stuff i don't think i've had the ipa or, or the india ale but uh I I gotta keep an eye out on it because it sounds good. Yeah. Although, so I just looked it up, and I'm actually I mean surprised it's this high. So it's a uh, it is in a 46 IBU, and it it doesn't taste. I would have guessed well under that. I would have guessed like a 30 or something like that. So it's not as pronounced as you might expect, and it's a it's a five percent ABV, so it's a nice just kind of kicking back, reading yeah, the book. Yeah, good session beer. Yeah, just kind of just kind of hanging out. Uh, beer, especially you know by the fire or by the lake or something like that, where you're not quite ready for the to break out the whiskey. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's not so, that time. It's not whiskey time yeah. yet. Yeah. Yeah. It, it might be pretty soon. <laughs> the next couple of days. <laughs> if we, we got to deal it's with more there. of these dipshits that are just wandering the earth right now. Dude, everybody, it's it's like making it. I know we were joking about this last time we got on the air together, but. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the day drinking just keeps getting earlier and earlier to me <laughs> and you guys aren't helping like some of these idiots out there are just not not making things better for me yeah uh, i was standing in line so there's a trader joe's across the the street and i, I try to limit 
you know, having to pick anything up to like once a week. And Trader Joe's has it where it's almost like a bar where if two people go in, I mean, two people go out, then two people are allowed in. So they have a, they keep it very like only like 10 people can go into the store at the time. And okay. um, you wait outside and there's like, they tape off like the six foot sections. Like you stand there, the next person stands there. So no one's in close contact with anybody. So, you know, they, they do it pretty well. And they're also very, for the most part, stocked when you go in outside of like pasta nice. and rice and whatever. But, um, right. So I'm standing in line and everybody else in line is basically like an old woman, you know, I'm like 70 plus. And every single one of these old women I watch, they, they, they dig into their, like, funky purse, and they pull out these well-used, like, surgical gloves that, you know, the elastic oh, has God. completely died on it. And they put it, and they, they, like, put them on, and then they go about the store, and they're just touching everything. And just like, lady. Just affecting everything. Yeah, that's the same thing as just never washing your hands for the last week or since you bought those things. Like, I don't think you understand. Like, those gloves are not disinfectant. It's like they're just like a protective layer, so your your hands don't get anything. I'm just like, right? What what are you doing? Like this got to be common sense, right? Like that's got to be like general common Dude, sense. You, you would think so, but I I don't think that's the case. I saw somebody in uh, the store here by us with with just gardener gloves on. Right. It's, I was like, this is what do you? I hope you're washing those when you get home, man. But yeah. like, you're you're totally defeating the purpose here. Like yeah, you're 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 putting those on to protect you and throw them away when you're done and all that stuff. This isn't like a reuse situation yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, we're not. It's just like what? Uh, what? It's like we were nuking the entire world economy for some of you old people. It's like let's just, oh, let's just nuke it. Let's just <laughs> nuke it. I know. I know. There's been a lot of flack over that kind of an, uh, of of stance, but I mean. I got to commiserate with it a little bit here. Did you... <laughs> like, what are we really doing? Yeah. Like, what happened? There's been other pandemics, and I don't remember it or reading about it just completely grinding everything to a halt. I mean, we kind of just had the mentality of, like, you might get it, and, yeah, you could die, but that's sort of what life is now. Yeah. Like, when did, we, when did we get away from that point, yeah. I guess? Yeah. I guess, yeah. It's like this one isn't as necessarily deadly it's just way more spreadable contagious i guess and, yeah oh man shoot i was gonna say something and i totally god damn it <clears throat> yeah that's that's how it's this been like the uh the case man i'm getting like so scatterbrained like it's it's hard like i i almost feel weird when i go out now it's like yeah. oh this is like something that i shouldn't be doing yeah it's, I guess that's where I'm coming from. I guess people, like, they're going to take what I said and just twist it and make me a monster. And, and that's okay. There's <laughs> part of it that's true, I guess. But well, Did you see like, the, the Texas uh, lieutenant governor? He said that the old generation should be willing to die for, for the economy. <laughs> and it's just like, you know, he's maybe not wrong. But that's not something as a politician you can ever say out loud. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We're thinking it. We're it's all like, thinking yeah. it, Lieutenant Governor Texan yeah. guy. But uh, everybody that's under like 55, they're just like, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, hey, look, we're all calling our own grandparents if they're around and saying, hey, lay low, lay low for a while. 
But, uh, you know, the rest of them, we don't really care that much about yeah. it. Sorry to say. Yeah. No, speaking of the, the, so I live, there's like a lady, there's an old lady that lives next to me. I mean, like, like she, like old, old. I mean, she complained to the, the front office about how I opened my door. That's how old she is. So <laughs> <Yes>. um, <laughs> she has like 20 people over a day, like literally like 20 visitors every day coming over. It's like, what? Social distancing doesn't what work are they if, you, doing? if you have like a revolving door. Like, right. I'm just like, you know, I blame this on old people just not adopting the remote technology. Yeah. Just buy a Facebook live thing or whatever it was that they came out with. Yeah. Just get the webcam thing, set it up. You can connect with 50 of your friends without even having to leave the house. Yeah. And you can order all your food on, I mean, on a computer basically. So just like, dude, we are doing this for you. <laughs> we are literally right. doing this for you. And I get it. Yes, yeah. yes, young people can get sick. That's fine. But, you know, we're not, like, dying in masses from that. It's like, we're doing this. And yeah. we, we, we should, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course. Um, of course. All I got to say is think about your favorite guilty pleasure restaurant, right? For me, it's a nice, big, juicy cuban burger somewhere mm -hmm. and uh i'm weighing the fact of me not being able to get that cuban burger against uh, a handful of old people maybe making it another decade yeah it's an easy choice for me man i want that cuban <laughs> yeah it's like you guys had your you guys had your run man you had your chance <laughs> right you hey know. look and I'll, I'll be the first to say it I'll, I'll be the first one right now to say when i'm in that position and you guys are all, all the youngins are saying the old people need to just get on with it. I'll gladly step on up to the plate. I'll be like, yep, yeah, I hear you. I was right here. It's time for me to, to go. Just give me the good drugs. That's all I ask for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's fine. That's, that's all we're asking for is the old people to die and give us good drugs. Is that so much to ask right now? Uh, no. And the thing is, if you bring it up, they don't, they, the thing is like you, if you bring something up, like something like this up to an older person, they do not see like, like they don't even comprehend that. It's like that. We're shutting everything down for them. They don't, that's not even a thing. No, it's just like, no, it's like, no, we all should do it. Like you all should lose your jobs in the next four months and never be able to retire. And you know, you just like fall into bankruptcy and debt because you know, for my whatever, but they don't see it like that. Just like, bah, bah. <laughs> no, it's like, dude, you're screwing over hundreds of millions of people. It's like, you're welcome. You're welcome. I hate you. <laughs> like, like everything about you. I, I just, I don't like now. It's, it's tough, man. It's really hard. And I, I feel like anybody that's, that wants to have the opposite opinion as this, I think you're lying to yourself. Mm hmm. If you, if, unless you're susceptible, like if <laughs> we probably don't have the audience that's listening, not. that's much older than we are. Right. So, so if you're taking the position of like, oh, how dare you say these kinds of things and like, seriously, just take a look at the mirror, man. And a lot of that whole social justice stuff, I, I think is, is a lot of lips flapping. Right. Nobody wants to actually step up and do something about it. Yeah. Well, I feel like there's a time for every generation where the younger generation basically becomes the adults and has to take, you know, take over. 
You know, it's like, you know, when Vietnam yeah. hit, that generation basically had to, you know, take it over from the older people that were just like sitting around. It's like, you know, we're going to do this for change and not, I mean, not Vietnam for change, but, you know, um, all the uh, cultural stuff and civil rights stuff is like, we're going to do this. Yeah. Screw yeah. Screw the older gender. Like you got to, you're the, you're the adults now. And I feel like that's happened now with this. It's like, we are the adults now. Like, fine. We're keeping you alive. We're going to squall all that debt for you. But shut up. Let like let the adults handle it. <laughs> let like you like just, go sit in the corner with your ventilator that we're paying for, and um, go sit over there with your Social Security, which we will never get. Right. And sit down and let us handle it because, yeah. <laughs> right. Like, I feel like if we if you see an old person like wandering around outside, like we should be I don't know like we should be able to like round them up and you know, like citizens arrest man. Like, isn't that what this is all about? Yes. You know, I know that we don't have a, you know, we're not big on putting people into camps. Um, but I feel like <laughs> you just just put all all old people into like a bubble camp where they're protected. Yeah. Let let this thing burn through the younger generations where you know, maybe like a half of a percent die, but just yeah, let it burn. Yeah, it's called the villages of Florida. That's where we just we just throw them down there. Yeah, just just it would have been so much easier if every person that retired just to just go up, go down to Florida, stay there, let it burn through, then come back. Right. Like we wouldn't have to shut Florida, everything down. Look, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna uh, put Florida. Florida can be our sacrificial lamb. Tons of old people, anyways. Mm-hmm. All the young people get out. We're throwing all the old people in. Mm-hmm. We're gonna section it off. We'll, we'll we'll give you your deliveries and all that stuff. But old people, you guys go to Florida. That's where you go for now, and just let us keep, you know, going out and having fun and stuff. Why yeah. can't you guys go quarantine somewhere? Yeah, yeah, it's killing. Mo- I mean, you guys. Of course, you know, I'll get an, an article from like an older person's like, "See, this young person died." It's like, okay, I'm not saying that's yeah. like no. I mean, nobody. We're gonna, there's going to be plenty of us that's going to die. I get it. Yeah, but, but- we're the exception. Like you're totally going to die, so why don't you go to Florida? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you you are indoors. going to die. We yeah. like for every thousand of us that gets it, one of us will. So that's just like a you know sucky straw to pull. It is, and you know, as much as I want to see some good news every once in a while, especially nowadays, you know, seeing stuff like uh, 104 man uh, recovers from coronavirus to live back at his retirement complex, that's really bottoming me the crap out right now. Mm-hmm. You're not helping. <laughs> we don't need to give any of these old people a glimmer of hope here. No. It should just be an instant death sentence, and that's where just stay inside. Yeah. Yeah. Stay away. I'm sure Jerry recovered. That's Jerry, man. Yeah. Jerry, yeah, Jerry's been... Because he's probably the guy that smoked every day in his life and just you know ate steaks all day. Just like, like <laughs> no, that, kidding, that, right? that random old person. Yeah. That's like that just doesn't make sense, man. Like like the person that smokes like a chimney for fifty years and never gets lung cancer. It's like I, whatever, man. You know, it's times like this that I miss Seinfeld being in syndication because I want to see how Jerry's parents react to this and how Jerry <laughs> reacts to his parents reacting about this. That's uh-huh. what I need. Yeah. Right now. This could I be a good Larry David thing too. Like this could be a good Kirby enthusiasm. This could be a good, yeah, good. Yeah. If Larry David is forced sure. into quarantine because of his age, <laughs> but he's got to get outside oh, to do fantastic. something. <laughs> that's what that's what we need right now. Yeah. 
Like, where's that content? He sees his younger wife talking with like a jogger that runs by. And now he's very suspicious, and like every day he just <laughs> yeah, watches a jogger go, go by, and he's just like it, more stuff's going through his head. And then he finally decides to go after it, and the cops see him running out outside. He's like, yes, sir, he, no. he starts trying to also jog. <laughs> yeah, he's got his jogger outfit on. They're like, no, he's got to take up jogging. <laughs> like leaving him behind uh-huh. cops are wondering what's going on he's having all this respiratory trouble but it's just because he's out of shape and jogging <laughs> yeah but they think he's got the virus because he's just like right. hacking up yeah. and he can't breathe right. yeah yeah he's got the virus a ventilator <laughs> right right totally lock him down <laughs> that's that's what we need right now we need uh, that yeah that episode of the air that's actually a really funny episode like i think that'd be i mean the fact that i think that could work it work with something. I, I totally, yeah, I totally think it could work. If we see anybody, yeah. any show that comes out with that episode, that episode idea, we know that you're listening. We just want yeah. to just give us story credit. Just give us story it's credit. We don't have to blow. pay us. We don't even. That's what I mean. Yeah, we're not going to be like these. You know, all we're trying to do is just uh, get our stuff out there. That's it. Yeah. So. <laughs> If you got the ability to take it and you want to be a, a douche about it, then okay, just give us credit or introduce <laughs> it to somebody. That's yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, we're drinking rum cows over here. Give me a break. <laughs> so what are the what other people you got to vent about? I know you have you got something stored up in there. Oh man, you know, thankfully I haven't seen like too much going on here. Um, totally, I've got like. Uh, Something I, I I can't you know exactly touch on because I'm a little bit too close to it. Needless to say, despite some really good advice from a really smart and cool looking human being, <laughs> uh, they're continuing to just these businesses that categorize themselves as essential businesses. Oh, this yeah. shit is driving me nuts, no man. No kidding. Just close down. Just close down. Yeah. How can you just like they're just trying to weasel into like the worst possible way? Like all of a sudden they're making hand sanitizer or whatever, right? Somehow, and now they're all of a sudden essential and critical, and they're forcing people to come in and all this stuff. Like, give me a break, you guys. It's like, like, stop it with that. Like Starbucks is gives out like free coffee to like first responders, and that's like their excuse to be able to stay open and be a, like a, yeah, an essential. Just, like, you, you're not essential, man. I can make better quality coffee within three minutes at home, like. You're not essential. <laughs> right. Like, can somebody no. make that just with like tap water? Yes. Like, you, you, you're not essential, man. Yes. And your food, you just microwave it. I mean, I've seen you do it. So, like, like who's who's going to Starbucks for food anyway? I don't know. Usually, Especially now, but you're, you're totally right. It's just microwaved crap, anyways. Yeah. The only time I ever ate there was like I had to sit in Starbucks like for the next four hours and work. And it's like I don't feel like getting. Oh up. yeah, exactly. So I'll get that microwavable yeah, if... BS sandwich you got back there. <laughs> right, right. I'm actually like watching you pull thing. out of the plastic wrap as it's like you guys can't even fake that. You you couldn't have it in no. something besides a plastic wrap. Like I'd rather at least uh, just like give us the illusion here, right? Yeah, yeah. So apparently, they got like big apple bagels of like. Day old Big Apple Bagels is basically Starbucks cuisine. Yeah. Oh yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. You know they're just raiding the the trash can behind the the the, the bagel shop. Like, yes, this is good. This is still got this has got the everything stuff on it. Yes. Right. Yeah. But 
There is a uh, a pizza joint, supposedly a pizza joint in South Carolina that they were just like bulk buying uh, Costco pizzas and then selling them um, for like delivery, or whatever. And people were, like were like suing them, or they're just like getting the calm out, pissed off, and like suing them. Like you're you're repackaging somebody else's food. It's like welcome to the restaurant business, dude. That's like what right. like ninety five percent of restaurants you go to. That's what they're doing, especially the dessert. That's what they're doing, man. Like I bet you Seriously. that that dessert you paid thirty bucks for, that's probably just a Walmart raspberry thing. So, do you guys got like a Gordon's out out your way? Mm, like Gordon's Foods. I haven't seen one, but I think that I think Cisco is the thing that delivers. But... Cisco's okay, yeah. Well, up here it's like Cisco's big, but Gordon's is big. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's all we're eating. Like most of these restaurants, man. Like yeah. I, sometimes you go in there and you'll just know it's these guys just went to Gordon's. It's just Gordon's food that they're just jacking the price up. Yeah. I hate it. And yeah, they're, they're an essential business now. Great. Fantastic. <laughs> they, I can, I could go to Gordon's and buy this. Mm-hmm. You're going to force me to go get carry out for you. And then you're just going to like upcharge the crap out of it. And then make me feel bad that, uh, Oh, woe is you. You got to work through this whole thing. Yeah. I feel bad for the workers. I don't feel bad for the owners. The owners don't they shouldn't they have this stuff squirreled away? Isn't the whole point? Right. Oh man, I didn't... that's the other thing that killed me, man. Like you guys are making the big bucks for just this reason, right? Yeah. How much? How much worming out are the insurance companies going to do for the for the businesses that had um like salary insurance or whatever, whatever that's called? Oh yeah. Like, oh, dude! Like, oh, you, you didn't you didn't take out the coronavirus package, so we <laughs> exactly. can't yeah. pay you for the, uh, you know, the payroll insurance that you've been paying the last thirty years for. Man, I've actually uh, I've looked at this issue, um, and uh, and it's straight up like they have a literal language in there that it doesn't count if it's like a virus or something like that. God, like they've already done BS. it. They've already they've already wrote I it hate in. Insurance companies. Like, holy crap! Like these guys, man. Like those the commercials, they make me so mad. Where they do like uh, somebody's house burned down, or somebody's business took a hit, or something like that, and they're like, yeah. "Joseph from blah 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 was there for us," and like so, it's like <laughs> yeah. so they did what they're supposed to do. Wow, right. good job. Yeah, they did their job. Yeah, it's like like you're paying out the nose for, it, by the way. Yeah, like, that's what the premiums go towards. Yeah, it's like those business insurances, like by the month, are like, balls expensive. It's like now they just can be like, "Bah." We just, right. uh, yeah. you know, virus. It's like, what? Yeah, man. Back to God, virus. This stuff doesn't cover that kind of a thing, guys. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. Like, well, what does it cover? Yeah. 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 What, so, what? It's like, it, it doesn't. I mean, so I got, I've got a beef. I've got a beef with the businesses that are staying open that shouldn't be staying open. Mm-hmm. I, I basically got a beef. This all goes down to this. The old people complaining the businesses staying open when they shouldn't be. Right. And then this guy, this guy that wants to have his 60 person barbecue party because he's like so anti-government, like these people, all you're doing is just delaying this. Yeah. That's what's killing me right now. You're just causing this to last longer than it needs to be because you all being idiots about it. Yeah. Maybe they're having like, you know how, when you were a kid and somebody got chicken pox, like you put that kid with all the other kids, and so everybody gets chicken <laughs> yes. pox. Which apparently there's like there's like inoculation for chicken pox now, and kids just don't get that anymore. Um, of course. Yeah, it's weird. For us, you know, it's like you heard your parents heard that somebody had chicken pox. Like, can we play? 
Like, can we just get this over with now? Right. Maybe that's yeah. what they're doing. They're having a coronavirus like spread party. You know, it's like let's just get rid of it. Let's just just do it, man. Let's just let's just get it over with, so then we can be immune and just just that's boom. Right. Build up those antibodies. Maybe that's what we should be doing. Instead of social distancing, social mingling. <laughs> Everybody just getting together, man. Yes. Yes. See, Great that's what... 1960s summer love style. It, yes. It, it should be one old person that's definitely got it. And then right. just, you know, the, right. the, the younger kids, you know, whatever. You know, and we, yeah. we, we all, you know can watch them die and we get it and uh we're good to go i like that i like that <laughs> summer of yeah definitely summer of love covid style yeah there we go man we got to bring some more positivity back into this yeah i mean right hey we missed out on the summer of love and all the drug heyday what do we get we get economic crisis after economic crisis war on terrorism and covid19 yeah like, come on guys it's a raw deal. Yeah. Give us, throw us another bone here. We might as, yeah, we might as well just, like, okay, put all the young kids, let them, keep them quarantined, but let quarantine them together, and then so we'll yeah. get it, and we'll spread it, build and a, it'll burn super through. Super antibody. Yeah, like, and so we're good. Like, makes That's sense right. to me. Yeah, yeah, it makes real, real good sense to me. I don't know why we're not the... Uh, Doctor in general, or whatever, whatever the head doctor is, whatever that title is. Right. Like, hey, we're on hand for any uh, non-medical opinion on medical issues. I can give those out all day. Yeah. How is it that what's it like? So, Trump made the that uh, the one guy like the head of housing, the the doctor Carson, whatever. Yeah. How, yeah, how did he right. end up like head of housing? Well, I mean, he was like, the, wasn't he like the first doctor to ever do like, like separate, like conjoined twins or something like that? Like he was like, I think so. Like ben he's, Carson, right? Wasn't yeah, yeah. I think I read like a book about him when I was like twelve or something like that. It was just like, he's like super smart. Yeah, just like how did he get <laughs> housing? <laughs> like, why is he not in the medical like the thing or whatever? Yeah, him running for president probably wasn't the greatest idea. But some of the stuff he talked about, you just like, ooh. Okay, right. take the medicine, yeah. bro. But um, I don't know. Like I, I don't know how. Why? Why he has not serviced at all to talk about this stuff. No, I think he's still. I think he's still the guy. All right, I just looked him up. He went to the University of Michigan Medical School. That's not like not some like. That's not your Kellogg mail-in order no. medical school. No. Yeah, he's a he's a neurosurgeon. He's he's the United States Secretary of Housing, and he's he's still there. Of all the people that Trump's gotten rid of, he's this dude still hanging out. I mean, that's gotta be a I mean a cushy gig, especially now. No one's no one's even looking at that. Yeah, no kidding. He's like totally uh totally insulated from all this stuff. This would be the perfect time to just have a crazy like news break about you because no one will remember it. Like, oh. This would be Ben Carson. If you're listening, now is the time for scandal, bro. Yeah. Do whatever you need to do. Get out of your system. If you got some skeletons in the closet, now's the time for it to just get out there. Have quick flash in the pan, and then it'll be right back to coronavirus. Yeah. This is good advice for anybody with some scandals in their past. Yeah, just let it out now, man, because no one's gonna remember it. Yeah, half us to be dead anyway. So what does it matter? Yeah. Win-win. <laughs> It's a win-win-win for everybody. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. 
Ah, oh, man. The people are just people, man. I swear. Need to <laughs> Let's get a house away from everybody, and we'll still deliver the podcast to you guys. And yeah, all the forms of entertainment that we got, and it'll just be, yeah, just not away away from insanity. Totally. Hey, did you hear? Uh, did you hear that um, Jared Leto, the the thirty seconds to Mars guy, right. and also the uh, the the Joker in that horrible Suicide uh, Squad movie? Yeah, yeah. That dude has an island, and it's like a cult, man. I could, he's like he has like a literal cult, and he's like calling it a cult. I, I can see that he looks like a cult kind of guy. You can see it. He does. He totally looks like a cult kind of guy. I got into this rabbit hole, and I was like, I saw a headline. I'm like, that's that's total crap. This can't actually be true. It's true. The dude actually is like, and he's just upfront about it. So, I'm not saying we need to start a cult or anything, but <laughs> the two dudes podcast. You could come out, hang out with the two dudes. Uh, we really have like low barriers of entry. You got to at least not be douchey and uh, mm-hmm. like to basically drink beer and talk pop culture and commiserate about horrible times yeah we can start our own little uh commune man commune Cult. yes <laughs> commune you know it'll be like it'll, it'll be like like a rockin uh um jamestown you know that ended well right <laughs> yes totally rockin jamestown <laughs> uh you gotta pay dues Okay, Naturally. they're sort of like taxes, but we're not going to call them taxes. You got to pay dues. Dues, yes. Um, we don't have to pay dues. We're the dudes. The mm-hmm. Two dudes don't have to pay dues. Um, but because we bring you this amazing content and entertainment on a daily basis, we're doing our job. Yes. So you guys yes. got to chip in. Yeah. It's just this, fair. Will this be the commune for the uh, Church of Cheez-Its Christ? And it'll just be like. Yes, yes it will. <laughs> That's it. That's exactly it. <laughs> <laughs> You have to, you have to uh, accept the ch- cheese it into your life, and, uh... <laughs> and, and that's really. I mean, it doesn't really. We'll have some more rules. We're fleshing this out yeah. right now, but yeah. you know, hey, Jesus had a couple bright line commandments. You know, we'll we'll have those in there too, yeah. as well. But the uh, main one: accept cheese it as your Lord and Savior, and uh, give homage to the two dudes. So and, they can continue to not go crazy. And so instead of a cross, will it be like a cheese grater? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. God. Cheese grater and a, uh, one of those old school ovens, mm. you know, where you could bake the bread. Uh-huh. Get some fresh baked cheese it. Yeah. And, uh... You know, it, with the... Uh, I just I just want one of those giant paintings instead of Jesus... Jesus... <laughs> So Jesus, it's a cheese it. Um, maybe we'll give him long flowing hair. The the cheese it, you know. Yeah, golden radiant locks. Uh huh. That cheese it. I couldn't say Jesus. <laughs> I kept on saying. I kept on slurring cheese it and Jesus, and it was just right. nothing was coming out right. Quarantine week, man. What what can we do? Yeah, and I'm out of cheese it's. Jesus. Oh man. That's a bad. That's that is sacrilege, right there. I know, I know. Gotta, gotta, gotta go to the store. Have you tried those cheese it uh, like chips? No, not yet. They look good though. They're not too bad, man. They're they're pretty good. They're they're like crunchy. Cheese it knows what they're doing. Yeah, they just this got is that a flavor. Completely, 
We're totally not sponsored by Cheez-It, but we totally would accept sponsorship by Cheez-It. Yes, absolutely. We get our unsolicited gold star of always delicious, whatever you're coming out with. Because, like, there's no other cheese snack, cracker, or whatever out there that even comes close to that. No, not even. Like, growing... What is, what's, what's the next closest thing? I feel like growing up, we would have said, like, the cheese goldfish. You know, that was, that was kind of the thing. Yeah. But, I mean... Cheese it's crackers just blew it out of the water. You know, there's just Wasn't there something called like better cheddars? They were like circular, but they were they didn't even hold a candle though, man. No. <clears throat> the cheese it just rolled out there. Whenever the cheese it came on to the scene, it just obliterated it. It was a coronavirus of cheese crackers. Oh yeah, they just they just knocked they just kicked in the door and just just, just spread. Just there's no coming back from it. No. They, this is they, the new normal. Cheese, it's like this us or nothing. Mm-hmm. And we're like, it's you. It's totally you. It's fine. You're, yeah. you're welcome here. You can't even do store-bought. Like, it's not even close. No, no. You got to gotta stick with the name name brand stuff with this one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's <clears throat> all right, man. You ready for your uh, your next drink? I am. I, I finished the, the – <laughs> I actually got the rum cow all the way down. Nice. Uh, didn't abandon it, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm, I'm ready for the next one. Okay. Well, what, what's the next one you got? All right. So again, like I said, I was kind of scrambling, just like uh covered shopping. I'm doing a wine spritzer. I've got a uh, blackberry sparkling water and half of a bottle of Pinot Grigio from oh. some store brand there nice. so we're doing another mixer i probably should have started with this one because i think this one's actually going to be horrible <laughs> um i thought the milk one was going to be bad but uh, i actually didn't really mind it when you're mixing day. stuff with milk it's it's always a crapshoot yeah you never know exactly what is going to happen milk is usually the farthest thing away unless you're making like a standard like white russian or something like that but right. uh but yeah no i just uh just, just some wine and soda water for this quarantine podcast. <laughs> and uh, that's basically what it tastes like. It tastes like sparkling wine in a <laughs> mixed with some soda water. Oh, well. You yeah. know what I should have done? I should have put some frozen fruit in there. That would have made this a little bit better, classier. Oh, man. Speaking of fruit, I got a fruit beer. Um, no particular reason. At all, <laughs> but it is a <laughs> it is a uh, Lindemann's peach lambic. Oh man, the lambics! Yeah, I was craving a lambic, and I was like, "Well, it could be a very long time before I have another one." And um, usually, you go with the raspberry; that's kind of the default. Yeah, the flambois. Yeah, and so I decided Framboise or whatever that is. Yeah, yeah, that is yeah. That's the raspberry. But uh, yeah, I decided to go with peach. And, All right. Uh, yeah, I don't think I don't know if I've had this one before, but let's give it a whirl. Oh yeah, that's tasty. Man, I'll tell you, I think we talked about this on it was a few podcasts ago, maybe even like early, early into like that first season that we were on. Uh huh. The lambic is so underdone. As far as like a style goes, I love a lambic. Yeah, I feel it. I I was at a uh, brewery um, 
last summer. And, you know, of course they have, you know, their sours because that's what the thing, I mean, the sour is kind of almost a variation of the like an extreme variation of the Lambic. But, um, I know they, they were saying one of the problems with making a Lambic was that, um, you had to, to, to really get the real Lambic thing, you had, you use like a wild fermenting yeast and it's, you just kind of like leave it open for it to ferment on okay. top. And then once you use it as a, the wild yeast, it's, it's kind of a pain in the ass to like clean it out and reset it for a different kind of beer. So you almost have to like right. keep that as a Lambic. So that's why a lot of like smaller places don't really do that. But, yeah, yeah, because um, they're just turning over those those kegs so often. Yeah, they got they got to just do the IPAs or <laughs> or whatever. But um, I guess I'm okay with just pretty much mostly just Belgian or like Flemish region of Belgian uh, producing the lambics because it's it's like it's like that perfect combination of uh, beer into wine with a little bit of fruit in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They definitely do it. They do. They do it right for sure. Yeah, I'm trying to think. It is. Yeah, wild yeast fermentation, exceptionally complex. There you go. That's probably why they don't do many of them. Yeah, and they've been brewing this for six generations, and it's naturally sweetened, so they don't add any sugar into it. Not like that nice. um, uh, steel reserve I had last time. They had what was it like fifty grams of sugar? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh man, blue raspberry man, oh, whatever yeah. that was. <laughs> but so the uh, I'm sure since there's nothing else to do, everyone's been kind of checking out in the news, and uh, you probably all heard that they passed that two point two trillion dollar, well, whatever bill they want to call it. But uh, free money, man. Yeah, it's free money. You got all the old people that haven't lost a dime, and they got their hands out. But, um, you know, gimme, gimme, gimme. But um, (laughs) um, for the people that really do need it, um, you'll be getting the money, and people that don't need it, you'll probably be getting some cash, too. So we wanted to talk about what are people going to – what like what are people just going to blow this money on? And, uh, like, what's just going to be splurged? On and also, what are people going to do to maybe rig the situation where they might get more money than they should? <laughs> uh oh, who would do that? We're yes, all honest. Yes, folks. I mean, I might have just recently adopted 37 children from Africa that I sponsor via the $20 a month pledge. And uh, yeah, those are your kids, man. Yeah, I am now due $58,000 by the federal government, but. What what does it take to be technically a dependent? Like, don't you just have to like provide more than like a certain percentage of that person's living expenses? Yeah, I think so. And I think they gotta live like in your place too. Like, you gotta be like in your household. Well, that backfires. But uh, you just need to have households, you know, over there and uh, wherever you sponsor those kids. Mm. You just got lots of households. Yeah. So yeah, I could do the. Uh, I live in the United States for six months. I live there for six months. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. So, yeah, you know. find some local warlord down there, throw him a little bit of buckage from that stimulus, and you guys will probably, you know, you can find some middle ground. Yeah, I mean, I'm perfectly fine supporting local warlords. 
But or or you could pull like a, a bender from Futurama and just could try to adopt as many kids as you can for, and uh, you know get that five hundred bucks a child. Right, right. It adds up quick. That it does. It's, uh, it's amazing how much a uh, two bedroom, one bathroom house can can hold. How many people can actually live in there? It's a lot, dude. Oh it's a yeah. Lot. I mean, I got one kid sleeping in the fireplace. So. <laughs> yeah. 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 Retrofit the uh, <laughs> the dressers for the different sleeping quarters, a la oh. Kramer. Oh yeah, yeah. The, the dressers, you know, we we unplug the oven so the smaller kids can live in there, and it's just you know, totally safe. Yeah, he yeah. loves it. And then after this month, I'll send them back. But yeah, that's the thing. I only need them to be here for a very short period of time. <laughs> Me yeah. For this. Yeah. They they thought it was a little strange when I walked in the adoption agency. It's like, how many children can I adapt for say <laughs> right. three yeah. weeks? They're like, sir, please leave. <laughs> uh, I'll cut you in on it though. <laughs> She's like, I'm already in on it. I already get all the money. Damn it. Oh man, that's right. Dang it. <laughs> Like now, One step ahead of us. Yeah, so so now the adoption agencies are like not adopting children. It's like, nope, you, you guys gotta wait until this, <laughs> the, these stim checks go through, and then you can adopt. All these hopeful parents are just like waiting now, yeah. getting stiff because this adoption agency doesn't want to give the kids up. <laughs> it's finally paying <laughs> off. I'm get, collecting this right. check. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, so it's supposed to be twelve hundred dollars per person. An extra, I believe, five hundred dollars, or whatever. Five hundred for a kid. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's some income, I think, restrictions like caps off. It's like over like a um, isn't it like a hundred grand for like that's what individual? I mean? Like I don't I don't pay attention to that because <laughs> it's not going to apply. So that'll be good. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think people are going to be? Uh... Splurging their money on. I do feel like there's going to be a nice uptick in PlayStation 4 and Xbox purchases. Oh, yeah. You know, if they were smart, uh, they should bank about five or $600 of that right now. Mm-hmm. Wait until the Xbox, uh, what is it, X or 1? What's the new Xbox? And then the PS5 comes uh, out. Yeah. Xbox keeps switching you know? their names, but yeah. They keep, they keep getting it. They're, they're messing me up with that. But, I mean, dude, that, that's going to be so expensive. I might save some. I might try to save, quotation marks, <laughs> some of that, some of that stimulus now. Uh-huh. Why can't Sony and uh, Microsoft just get the prototypes out now? Now is the perfect time. Oh, absolutely! Just surprise, surprise everybody. Yeah, it's it's gonna be good news. It's gonna be everybody's gonna be like stoked about it. They got twelve hundred extra bucks in their pocket, just ready to get spent. Yeah, fused back into the economy. New game system, man. New game system, sure. and you got the downloads ready to go? I mean, mm-hmm. come on. That's right. You just... Yeah. They're like, it doesn't, it doesn't even have to really work. It's just like, yeah, it would just, no. you know. No. Where, where, where are those things made? Is it Japan? Do they usually make that stuff? Mm, good question. I would tend to say at least the Japan PlayStation, I feel like, is Japan. I felt like that is. Either way... Obviously, there's no virus over there anymore. It's cured. Yeah, yeah. Last I checked. So, you know, send them our way. Yeah. Now's, the, now's the perfect time Japan for Japan and South Korea, where they are all over that. They're like, <laughs> exactly. they're like, they're like yeah. dude, we live next to North Korea. We have to be prepared, like, 24-7. So <laughs> right. this, this is right. child's play. 
this was like number three on their like 50 item list of like dumb stuff north korea could do to kill us all <laughs> they're like oh virus yeah we're good okay yeah just wash your hands and stay away from each other for a couple weeks yeah man could you think about quarantine in japan where your apartment's like 10 square meters yeah that would uh the thought as you were saying that just kind of hit me i'd be like man that would be going nuts for sure yeah my sake budget would be like through the roof. <laughs> yeah, there wouldn't even be room for all the bottles. It'd just be like no. Yeah, I would just be I would just be throwing them outside. Oh yeah, creating a, a huge hazard. Well, and they hate that. You would try littering. to see how far you could throw it, so they couldn't get back to you. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, it probably hits like five other apartments on, on its way into somebody else's apartment at that point. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah, some of those. Like, I don't envy that. Those, those small apartments, yeah. Like, I don't know how they do that. Dumb stuff to buy some money on. Thinking about Japan though, they got all those vending machines. Now is a great time to invest in a vending machine. Yes. So, what would you be selling in the vending machine? I would be going like straight Japan, like crazy, ridiculous red light district, quote unquote, used undergarments all the weird stuff would be in there because that's the only stuff that would be you can't just sell doritos out of it right you got to have like the novel weird oh, it's, it's gotta vending be the, machine. the high the high cost things yeah 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 these panties are worn by have, jenna uh, jameson uh, da, 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 right, exactly. like, oh, okay yeah scarlett johansson spit on this handkerchief yeah then you got i would have usb drives mm-hmm just randomly like in there you didn't know what was on them it could be something completely nefarious <laughs> it's totally nothing there's it's all empty anytime you get one it's just nothing it's garbage it's like a bunch of my short stories and screenplays and all this other garbage but <laughs> hey you never know what Roll if, the dice. so it's so it's almost like one of those those boxes of chocolate where you don't really know what's inside but it, but it's yeah usb it's right like, oh it could be cryptocurrency on it or it could be something that's going to put you in prison as soon as you download it it's like you just you don't know man roll the dice roll the dice yeah this is this is russian roulette with usbs i can dig that kind of uh <laughs> that kind of a yeah man scale. totally yep you never know what you're gonna get you're not gonna get anything good if you listen to this podcast by the way but no they don't need to know that so yeah man dumb things to spend 1200 bucks on crazy vending machine yeah or you just it's just rolls of toilet paper you know you know people... oh man now yeah now that's like i feel like you gotta so to get around the price gouging laws not that we're trying to like get around any laws here mm-hmm. but uh it's got to get set up like a lottery situation you know right spend a quarter you might get five rolls make it no rolls oh so we thing could... is i've i've gamed it so that you've got to spend at least 20 bucks to get one roll so we could do kind of a like a one of those things where you spend like two bucks and then one dollar goes into the pot and like it's at like the, the like the football stadiums whatever the the well, then, like somebody's number gets called, and like the the stadium keeps half the money, and then the other play, the person that wins gets half the money. Yeah, yeah. Let's raffle it off. Yeah, and so yeah, so everybody puts their their money in. It's like, oh, just one roll. <laughs> Genius. I like it. 
So yeah, look for uh, toilet paper vending machines coming your way. Now, well, if of course you know it's if we resale it, you know, as is, there's that there's the uh, price gouging law. But what if we autographed it? Now it's been now it's different. Oh, now it's memorabilia. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Now it's memorabilia. And you know, yeah, you, I like you, it. You can do what you want with that sharpied, uh, you know, square. Um, you don't have to use it, but yeah, you just put like each roll of toilet paper into the vending machine, and it's like ten bucks. How bad you yeah. need it? One of a kind, two dudes in a six pack teepee roll, mm-hmm. um, signed by both of the two dudes. I mean, yeah. that's like that. You could retire on that in about. <laughs> soon soon let's let's not put a time on it yeah yeah i think we're all gonna be retired pretty soon i like it i like it man (laughs) i feel like people are gonna start like just you're gonna see like that guy's just driving down with his jet ski like why why does steve have a jet ski i don't know (laughs) 12 bucks just came in the mail (laughs) exactly i was uh, i saw some somebody my favorite part is the people that were like so anti, uh, like oh, Bernie. So yeah, the, the anti-socialist like people. Bernie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These guys, these guys that are now just like so stoked to be getting this check in the mail, they're all of a sudden, all of a sudden on board with this whole socialist stimulus. That's what a stimulus is. There, there's nothing capitalist about this. Yeah, yeah. This money is, coming your way. This is a very socialist thing. <laughs> like, yeah. So I think I saw, I think I, I think you put it out there. Uh, fully expecting any of these uh, people to be uh, the, not my president people to be handing that money right back. Yeah. Yeah. I'm assuming Just the people that back. are the, not my president people will be handing it back. I'm assuming the, uh, the anti-socialist people will not accept the check. Yep. Yep. I, yep. I wrote that comment on some Yahoo article where it was just like, you know, I'm assuming all the anti-socialist people are just not going to accept the check. And, and somebody's right, like, right. it doesn't count if it's one payment, moron. <laughs> like, I didn't know that there was, there was a payment number. That, that, you, yeah, that, that, I didn't realize that. Like, oh, okay, so it had to be multiple my, uh, payments. So you mean like the $500 extra you get each week for unemployment, you dipshit? <laughs> right, exactly. What do you think unemployment is? Exactly. It's a socialist payment thing. Oh man, I'll update my anti-socialist handbook and make sure that it says that only one payment doesn't count. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, it's like ah, cool, cool. okay. So when um you run out of money in two months and the government has to do it again, I'm assuming you're not going to take that one. <laughs> right, exactly. Or does that not count yeah. because it's like a different contract? It's a different one. It it happened at a different date and time. <laughs> like cheese of beats. Yeah. This is why we're just terrible people here, you guys. Like, come on. Um, but yeah, we need it. Man, I if, was thinking about it. So... If you removed, oh, if you remove the not my president people and the anti-socialist people, you know how many people would actually get this money? Like you and me. <laughs> yeah, we, we would get it. And I'll gladly, I'll, I'll gladly accept on their behalf. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'll hold it for you. Yeah. But then that would be socialist because you got more than one payment. <laughs> right. Oh, that's right. That, but that's oh, okay. Crap. We didn't complain about it. So we'll accept the, uh, like 500 billion that's getting divvied around. Yeah, yeah. Can't we turn this into a pyramid scheme? You, If they give us their $1,200, 
and they get other people to give them their $1,200, and then they give it back to us. Mm. Whatever whatever situation we get, we're always going to get this money. Maybe we loop this back into the the crazy vending machine ideas. I like know? it. I like it. It's like, yeah, and the more people so, that they get to sign up under them, yeah, the, more people, right. the more money they get. Yes, yes, because we'll be able to buy more vending machines. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Yes, because more more vending machines. That's just that's just the answer. Right. More vending machines. Yeah. 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 If you're looking for a great investment opportunity, um, and you want to start a pyramid scheme with Grayson and myself at the top of the pyramid, then let us know. We'll tell you how to spend that stimulus check. Yeah, it's a vending machine. You pay us to tell us how to spend it, and. Uh, then uh, you tell other people, whatever, we'll figure it out. And then you get them to sign up for vending machines, and then you get a yep. percentage back out of everything that's sold out of that vending machine. But you know, it gets kicked yes. off the ladder, and so we let we trickle down the uh, the remaining that money that you make. And so the more people you sign tri- up to sell those vending machines, the more money you'll get kicked up, which means you'll make more money. So genius vending machine. It all trickle. Everything trickles down. We gotta reiterate that it all trickles down. Yeah. Yeah, and you could get, you know, if you sign up two people, you get two trickles. If you sign up, like, 50, you get 50 trickles. That's a lot of trickles, man. 50 trickles. You know? That's right. That is. That is. Like rain, you got to trickle up before it can trickle down. So yeah. it's got to get to us first, but then it trickles back down. Yeah. I mean, it, it's totally it's logical physics. sense. Physics and economics, guys. These are two things that we can't argue about. Yeah. Yeah. It is our goal to see a vending machine outside of every person's house. <laughs> Right, exactly. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it makes perfect. I mean, it makes total uh, sense. The thing, the fact I think that, so. The, the crazy thing is, I think we could actually probably get some people to sign up for this. Sadly, we probably could. We probably could get a few different stimulus checks between this and our child uh, scam. We could actually pretty. We could make out like bandits. We might be able to afford that island and then just bounce <laughs> and get out of here. Get out of the U.S. jurisdiction. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, yeah. There's, there's got to be like a, some other country that owns an island that'll sell it to us. Yeah, yeah. Crony up against some of those other guys that we'll tell them our scheme, and they'll be like, "This was." They'll fist pound us, fist bump. I'll be like, "Welcome to the club." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Bernie Madoff will give us like the the thumbs up as his prison like van <laughs> right. is driving past. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The Exxon guys that didn't kill themselves, they'll be patting us on the back. <laughs> the Exxon guys, heroes, man. Yeah, <laughs> oh, those yeah, those oh, dudes man. off themselves real fast. Yeah, they 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 saw the writing on the wall and was like, "We're done, dude. We're done." <laughs> speed, speed of questionable business practices. Have you gotten caught up in this whole uh, Tiger King fix yet? I have not watched. I've been. Since I had started the X Files not long ago, I'm still right. uh, powering through that. So I haven't seen. Right, it. I'm not. I haven't worked my way all the way through it yet. Um, it is pretty bad shit crazy though. <laughs> That's true. Uh, so the other thing that I thought about with the stimulus money, sale of exotic animals mm. is probably going to go through the roof with these people that now have twelve hundred extra dollars to spend. You're going to get a tire cub from Joe Exotic or one of his hillbilly buddies. They're going to be selling those things left and right. That makes sense. I mean, you know, now's a good time to start investing in 
wild animals? Yeah, questionable business ventures. You want to start a small-time zoo in Podunk, nowhere? Now is your time. You got twelve hundred dollars in your pocket. Is what is what is the real business ventures done? Like people that started uh, real businesses, guess what? They're out of business right now because you know they couldn't do anything. (laughs) That's right. That's why you go the questionable route and start a questionable business venture, and um, the government can't tell you what to do because technically it's probably illegal and they don't know about it. So (laughs) exactly, exactly, win-win. Yeah. And guess what? When the world's shutting down, they're not looking into you. They're not looking into your questionable no. business or the fact that you, you haven't filed taxes for like 12 years. They're not looking into that. <laughs> right, right, exactly, exactly. Like a bigger fish to fry. Yeah. So I, like I want to hear some other ideas, though. If any listeners are out there, just dumb stuff to spend this stimulus money on. And, just... and I don't want to hear any silliness on like buying food or saving it or investing it or some boring thing like that. Just blow the money. Yeah. You're never going to have $1,200 in your pocket again, dude. Yeah. You know, those Vegas escorts are going to be popping back up real soon. Oh, man. Rates rates just got real record low rates on that Vegas market, especially with this social distancing crap. Yeah. Man, I heard on Friday, I heard somebody talking about the uh, the strippers doing the Portland stuff. It was on a radio station. Like, you guys are way behind, man. I know. Catch up with this stuff. Come on. We were on this like a day after it happened. Yeah, it's like we were on top of it. The strippers weren't. They were six feet away with their cans of Lysol. <laughs> but were we exactly. were on top of it. Yeah. Yeah, they were at a safe distance away. Man, how much money are those webcam girls just 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 bringing in right now? It's got to be heyday for them, right? It's, it's yeah, it's got to be bank. It's got to be for them in the in the uh, the apocalyptic uh, prepper people. This oh, is yeah. like their their the best day ever. Yeah. They don't care about any of this. If you're a webcam model, by the way, don't accept the stimulus check. You guys are just raking cash right now. Yeah. They've just... <laughs> Of course, uh, probably most of them are probably ro- located in like Romania. So I mean, <laughs> there is there's a there's a lot of them. Yeah, that are probably dodging that stuff. <laughs> but they'll be getting the twelve hundred dollar stimulus from. Uh... Hey, they got a U.S. business, right? They're a U.S. based business. Don't yeah. they qualify for some of that small business aid? I don't know how that. <laughs> I don't know webcam how that webcam ladies out there in Romania. Uh, you got an American lawyer right here. Two dudes. We'll we'll hook you up. Mm-hmm. We'll uh, help you get that small business aid. Uh, we just may need you to pay in certain favors, <laughs> depending on application status. Application status is crucial. Yeah, yeah, it is. I've seen some of them uh, for research, <laughs> and it's <laughs> they're not always they're not always that great. Yeah, this, this is not accurate. But don't worry, we'll we'll get it straightened no. out. Right. For a right. low one-time fee of $1,200, we will get this yeah. figured out. We'll help you. Hey, and if uh, anybody listening that wants to start the webcam business, then hey, we'll $1,200 starter package. The two dudes webcam starter package. <laughs> $1,200. I don't think the people that would be logging on to two dudes um, would be necessarily looking for... Probably not. Uh... Probably not. <laughs> hey, but if you know somebody, then uh, you can take... Uh, hundred dollars out of that referral fee just kick it up yeah <laughs> just kick it up just kick it, just kick it up <laughs> oh, i love trickle luck luck trickle trickle <laughs> blah 
Uh, give me some Trickle cheeses. up and down economics, yeah, man. man. That's that's it. Oh. <laughs> uh man. Yeah. I need another beer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm ready. My wine spritzer is finished. Okay. Two for two finishing crappy drinks today. Nice. Two for two is not a bad way to go. I haven't abandoned one of them yet. All right. Well, I'll go first on this one. This one uh, is from a local. It's a beer. It's a local, or not local, but it's out of uh, outside of Phoenix called Santan Brewing Company. And it is their 1920 Arizona style lager. It's like, ah, oh, the Roaring Twenties. Let's uh, nice, yeah, crack it open here because the Twenties worked out so well a hundred years ago. Let's just let's just redo it. Keep so, it moving, man. Yeah, Twenties 2.0. So, thankfully, we didn't hit pro. We didn't have prohibition, so not yet. Yeah, I think uh, they're. Then this would have been a, a definite powder keg. Yeah. People would have been losing their minds for that. Oh, absolutely. Um, okay, so I went with uh, an old stalwart. I think I've had this beer about eight times on the podcast before. Hey, you got um, to do what you got to do. It's my quarantine beer of choice for as long as uh, I can continue to get it. <laughs> and it's the, uh, the good old Bat Blue Light. Canadian Pilsner. Nice. Um, easy drinking. Uh, nothing special about it. But just a, enough of a step up from the normal. Yeah. I feel like. You know, it's like you show up with some Labatt Blue Light as far as light beers go. Like, this guy drinks beer right here. Mm-hmm. Versus, like, whatever. I, I like Coors Light, actually. Coors yeah. Light is good. Bush light, however, natural light, and then <laughs> God forbid the Bud Light folk, uh-huh. or even the Miller Light folk. Like, get out of here with that, that nonsense. Drink <laughs> a respectable beer, please. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> well, I'm gonna crack this open. I don't know what an Arizona style lager means. I'm assuming it means it's bad. Um... <laughs> Arizona, the land of lagers. Yeah. So they they make it with. Amarillo hops. I'm a, I'm a guessing that's out of Texas. That's what it's named for. But okay. I can't say I've ever actually heard of Amarillo. I've hops. not heard of an Amarillo hop. So obviously the IPA folk have not jumped onto that one yet. Everything's either Galaxy <laughs> no, right. or uh, Chinook or whatever. No, Cascade. Right, Cascade. Yeah. There's like three, three, four strands of hops that are just overdone. But all right, let's see what this is. You know, it's not terrible. It's definitely got more of a um. Well, with the hops added, it has more of a just like an ale taste to it. Um. Yeah, it it kind of t- tastes a bit like like a a nut brown ale. Okay. But um. That's kind of interesting for an Arizona beer. I mean, nut brown to me, I, I usually think of like warm, colder climates. Mm-hmm. You know, making something like that. Yeah, so it's not bad. It's like if you want a lager, but you want a little more happiness to it. Um, that's not bad. I think I like the uh, 
there's one by uh, Firestone Walker. I can't remember if it's like Pivlo or Piv. I don't, it's like a it's like part um, IPA, part um, Pilsner. I think that, yeah, yeah. that one's really good if you want um, nice. kind of your more yeah lager Pilsner kind of thing, but with an IPA hint. I think that one's definitely better, but this it's not bad. Dig it. I guess because everyone needs hops in their beers nowadays. Uh, um, <laughs> right. It's the only way you can get people to drink lagers. But um, anyways, we wanted to get into our uh, movie section or whatever and just kind of talk about the like best or, or favorite movies of people just either coming into new money, inheriting money, spending money on stupid stuff, or just, you know... Um, winning something out of the blue just because that's I guess that's what people are doing with this twelve hundred bucks whenever it comes. Um, yeah, yeah. So, Chris, did you have any off the top of your head, or do you want me to start it off? Okay, off the top of my head, um, I haven't seen this movie in like forever, but I immediately went to the Adam Sandler Mr. Deeds movie. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you like. If you remember this movie, if you saw this movie, but uh, basically, kid, right? like, yeah, I think so. No, no, I don't think it's got the kid. I think this is the one where, like, he he just gets like a bunch of money. Maybe it does have the kid in it. It's been like literally forever since I watched this. I, I got to read the synopsis. A long lost relative leaves him an inheritance of forty billion dollars. <laughs> Oh, okay. and and it's basically just like an Adam Sandler movie, right. like after that. But uh, if you Google it, uh, one of the first images that comes up was one of the greatest bits in there, mm-hmm. where uh, Sandler puts on this like uh, black foot of like a statue, right? And then asks the butler to like smack it with an ice pick or something, mm-hmm. as if he's like he's like claiming he's got like. Uh, frostbit of the foot and doesn't feel anything or anything and like freaks out when like the butler like goes right through the uh the foot i mean it's classic sandler like gag kind of comedy right but uh not a good movie by any stretch of the imagination Uh but uh just thinking about this from like billionaire people slapsticks type of stuff needed something where uh you don't have to think about it at all right that's that's the first one that came to mind Okay, the uh, I can dig that. I haven't seen that in, like, just like an actual Adam Sandler movie in so long. I just, I just haven't sat. This down. came out in two thousand two, actually, which oh, is kind of no, it's weird. crazy. Yeah, I the <laughs> the first one I thought of was called Blank Check. Is one of those like those Disney <laughs> movies yeah. that came out in like the the mid nineties, whatever. Um, and it's just like like a kid's given like a check, but I think there's like there's no there's no number written onto it. So doesn't he like write it in like a million dollars and then ends up like yeah, buying yeah. everything? <laughs> so he buys like the, the world for a million dollars. Right. So that was <laughs> I remember liking that as a kid. Um I don't think Sinbad was in that one. I think he was in like the other Disney movies, like the the first kid and oh, stuff. Oh man. I wouldn't be surprised if you like if you like jumped into it. Just thinking about this category as a trope though, they all follow the same basic formula though mm-hmm. it was, we've only talked about two of them but i think i think it would apply <laughs> with with any of these movies you got the main character that's like dead on his luck or came from some kind of like p 
peak place of poverty or never got like a much of a of a of a good shake in life uh-huh. suddenly gets all these riches goes bonkers buying all this kind of stuff like water parks uh exotic animals vending machines probably just plug but and then like some weird stuff happens you know where there's like the 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 twist and then they they like come to the the moment of their humanity and they realize like it wasn't always about the money right which is total crap because it totally is always about the money right but find me find me another like inheritance the, the the audience out there show me one inheritance movie that doesn't like follow that that general trajectory well they all do it i have one but I, it's probably it's not really an inheritance movie it's uh, it's okay. not an inheritance it's not an inheritance uh movie at all it's that a person comes into suddenly a lot of money okay and it was no country for old men oh man this is this is a good one and uh so trajectory's a little different <laughs> yeah yeah totally but yeah, you know, like the main character just kind of comes across like that, like case that's like a million dollars, yeah, something like that. Uh, this is a fantastic movie. This is one of my favorite movies. Um, this might make like a top ten list if I had to list like top ten movies that I could just like plug in uh-huh. and just kind of watch. I I really like what they did with it. I like the uh, the storyline of the cowboy that gets the 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 drug money that finds it mm-hmm. and then the uh the killer that's kind of like going after him yeah she was obviously pretty cool but like it's it plays on like a, a lot of different levels um didn't the cohen brothers do that yes. that wasn't that one of their yeah yes, they did yeah it's really really good i dig that one a lot yeah of course <laughs> yeah i remember i w- i was in a, the theater seeing it and i was with amanda and we were watching it and she <laughs> I swear she was having like a legit heart attack. She was having I don't know what was happening. Like like crazy over chest. the suspense or the stress. No, or what? she just it just it just hit out of came out of nowhere. She just has like these, oh, these crazy like chest pains. I'm like like to the point where I'm just like, okay, we gotta go and we gotta yeah. get this checked out. And she just weighs me off. She's like, No, we're finishing the movie. Like, <laughs> okay. Um okay. Well, if you die, you know, I tried. But um she did not die. And we watched the movie, so I'm very glad we didn't leave. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Good she was okay, but I'm glad we didn't leave, first of all. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So it worked. Hey, man. Everything worked out. Everything works out. It always works out, man. (laughs) Uh, So speaking along those lines... um, we uh i don't know if you, you you might not but my daughter likes these books but it's the the lemony snicket a series of unfortunate events oh i know what you're talking um, about yeah jim carrey had a movie um that came out in like 2004 and then netflix picked it up right and i think it's uh neil patrick harris is is the main oh dude yeah, there. yeah 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 but anyway so i mean it's like uh it's these orphans um and they their parents die obviously and they leave him a bunch of money and this guy essentially tries to uh kill him off so he can get the inheritance that's like the gist or the shtick and then it, from that point there, it's all these different uh ways that this guy is trying to basically murder these kids and it's got some dark humor in it but uh from the standpoint of like breaking the mold from that typical trajectory 
mm-hmm. this is one of them that like I kind of it's it's fun to at least kind of lose yourself into it. Okay, I, I have to admit that. these kinds of like movies like they're not my big bag. I don't usually go to this general trope when I'm looking for something. Right. But now we got twelve hundred extra bucks, so you know we're all million, almost millionaires. <laughs> Yeah, just nine hundred and ninety-eight thousand and eight hundred dollars. <laughs> I think that math is right. <laughs> Sounds right. I was, I, was, Sounds I, was, right. I was losing myself. I'm like, uh oh, I got my, I got myself into something I should not have gotten myself into. <laughs> but um, okay, I'm. Next one I got is uh, it's kind of uh, somebody they, they they kind of come into money, but they do it. It's not just a lump sum. They end up the ones doing the uh, the not necessarily completely legal stuff, but they they do the uh, finagling, so they end up getting a windfall of money, and um, the federal government is involved as well. So this one might be a little bit of, a little bit of a stretch, but I went with uh, "Catch Me If You Can." Just felt like yeah, it deserves to be. Oh yeah, because I feel like that is for me that is one of my most underrated movies that's out there. Like I think that movie is fantastic. I would legit probably put it in like a top five Spielberg thing. It'd be like the Dark Horse Spielberg movie because it's just it's yeah, fun. Yeah. It's fantastic. It is the underrated Christmas movie. I don't know why it doesn't get played for Christmas stuff. Uh, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, it does have that. That like, why doesn't it? I don't know because yeah, Tom Hanks and Leo, Leo they always like. He even has a line. It's like, why are we always together for Christmas? And it's like right, and it, it happens right, yeah. over and over and over. And it's just like, I don't know. The movie's just fun for me. The that, cast is awesome. Yeah, great cast. And that was really yeah. I mean, Christopher Walken's in that. I didn't even mention him. Right. And. Like I think that was the last real movie that Leo did when he still had that baby face. Like he went from looking fifteen to looking fifty like overnight. <laughs> yeah, very quick. Like very I think quick. Blood Diamond might have been in the middle of that uh, transition. Boy, that but totally was. Like totally I don't know. Was. I don't know what happened, but it's just like you. you. Yeah. So, but yeah, I just like that because wanna... you know he's always like writing his own checks and you know making some cash. I dig it. I dig. I liked also that. Uh... Based off of true events. Yeah. That guy um, now like works for the actually, FBI making right. serious bank. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also had one of my favorite moments in it with the, uh, uh, do you concur section when he's trying to play that doctor? Oh yeah. I still throw that line out there on people. They have, it's totally lost on them uh-huh. by the way. It's like, do but you anytime concur? that I'm out of like, my, wait, what? <laughs> exactly. Anytime I'm out of my element in something, I'm, I'm, I'm being asked on some, some nonsense opinion. I try to play the do you concur line and mm-hmm. doesn't it falls flat every time. I get a kick out of it. I'm yeah. laughing to death on the inside. But <laughs> yeah, this is a good movie. Great movie. Do Love you it. Concur. <laughs> uh along those same okay, similar lines, I guess. Um not based on a true story, of course, but uh one of my favorite uh, directors for at least a few his first few movies, and then he totally fell off. But uh, Guy Ritchie's Snatch was one of uh, one of my favorite ones. So you got it like 
bunch of eclectic characters. There's a diamond heist involved. Okay. Uh, Brad Pitt's the boxer, um, banking on you know taking some falls and stuff like that. Uh, but it's essentially just a, a bunch of uh, low time, uh, salt of the earth type criminal guys that all get wrapped up together. There's like five different storylines that sort of all end up intertwining at the end. Um, which is fairly typical of like a Guy Ritchie, early Guy Ritchie films. Right. Um, and just really good, uh, really good um, performances. This was where you had Statham before he became the action star. Mm, he was okay. really good as like a, uh, just like a grizzled boxing, you know, match dude. Um, Benicio Del Toro was in there as uh, one of the, uh, I think it was him, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah. He was like this gangster guy. Um, I, I like him a lot as an actor, and so you know, you just had like uh, if you've never seen it, it's it's a lot of just um, heist type, right? You know, stuff with dark comedy mixed in, and uh, I liked it. I really enjoyed it. You know, for some reason, I don't know why I didn't think about these um, for just coming into Sutton oodles of money. But I don't, one, I don't know why I didn't think of Breaking Bad because that just makes. I mean, that's not a movie. Oh yeah, but it's just like it's right there. But also, it's totally right there. Um, yeah. Ozark, the show. Yeah, yeah, very. Yep. Of course, they just third re- season just. Came yeah, out. they just dropped it. I haven't watched it yet. I just I forgot. It's like okay, I got to put that on. So. Yep, I'm actually gonna start uh, either t- uh, maybe tonight. I'm trying to watch the first one. I like to watch a few of them in a row. So, so right. it kind of depends on like, do I want to sit down and invest myself for like a couple hours? Cause there's a lot of stuff that happens, but yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that third season. It's a weird, like uh breaking bad meets white collar crime. Yeah, totally. Story with it. Um, and you get Bateman, Jason Bateman plays uh, a really good character. I like the family. I miss the old guy, dude. The old guy from the first season. Oh, yeah. Awesome. The one that's like walking around naked all the time. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, yeah. I miss him, man. I miss him. Yeah. That was. I remember I started to watch the first episode and I kind of stopped and I forgot and I went back to it. I was like, okay, yes. Yes. I like this show. <laughs> I like it a lot. So. Yeah, there's just those two shows, and uh, the only other thing that I kind of wrote down about with uh, coming into money, which again is more of a, I guess it'd be more of a, along the line of your snatch kind of thing, but it'd be Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. Yep. Like, totally in line with that. Like I enjoyed the cast. first one. Second one, right. I think, should be just sent straight to hell. Um and third one was okay, yeah. but uh, like I I I will never watch the second one again. Ugh. Well, it, the first one was there ever an Ocean's Twelve? Eleven was a remake of a movie by the same name, right? By the the Rat Pack. Um, yeah, I I don't think they ever made like an Ocean's Twelve though, right? I don't. Like, I think this is a modern Hollywood thing. Yeah, I think it was totally... too. After the series up. Yeah, it's like, oh, you know, Ocean's Eleven was fun. Let's make another one. But let's have Julia yeah. Roberts pretend that she's Julia Roberts. I'm like, oh. That that uh, part right there, I like almost just, I don't, 
so close to just stepping out of the theater and leaving then. Like, at that point, I'm just well, like, the thing is, you can't do that. This gets to, oh, man, you know what we missed? We missed during the rant, but we'll bring it up right now. Did you see the celebrities singing freaking Imagine uh, by the it, Beatles? Yeah. And they feel like they're like like, like they're doing a, a service yeah. to everybody else. Like they're doing something. Like like Gal like, Gadot, literally the biggest Godot, middle whatever. finger in the world. Yeah. Can't handle this right now. Yeah. Gal Gadot or whatever, however you say her last name, she like the look on her face was like she just did something very important to the world. It's like, no, screw yeah. you guys. Like 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 Right. It's like you didn't no, you didn't do anything to you, you self righteous pricks. <laughs> like what the hell, I man? Know. Congratulations. What you just mean? you just recorded yourself singing uh and then I don't know if yeah, telling everybody imagine there's no heaven, like while everybody's dying, it's like maybe that's not the best time to do yeah, that. Maybe now. you gotta pick that yeah, part stupid of it. morons. Like he's a Pete, man. Like of all the things, it just falls completely flat. I mean, it could not fall more flatter than it's that. It's just so tone deaf, and it's and also I hate it's it. it's like now that there's nothing going on, all these like celebrities are trying to stay relevant on Twitter. Yeah, and then right. they, it's like no, this is stupid. Like, like you I go back stop. to Gervais and the Golden Globes Award. Yeah, when he told them all to go f off. Do yeah. your drugs, go F off, don't get on stage and do this all political nonsense. Totally botching that as far as this, as, as a recap goes. But, I mean, that's where my head's at, man. Yeah, oh, absolutely. It, 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 the, the Ocean's 12 thing with Julie Roberts, that's how it felt. Yeah. I got the sense that from a celebrity culture, they thought it was hilarious. They were like, this is so – this is going to be the funniest bit. Audience is going to love it. Julie Roberts pretending to be Julie Roberts is hilarious. And it oh, just comes off as yeah. like the biggest douche move. Yeah. It's like, and that guy looks like Brad Pitt and that guy looks like George Clooney. I hate all of you. Like, 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 right. like that's what you guys wrote. Really? Were you that lost yeah. in your own script that you didn't know what to do? It's like, let's just have somebody pretend like they're the same person. Just like, uh, like how did Julie Roberts be like, yeah, I'm down for that. Like really? That's what I mean. I think they're just this clueless. Yeah, I think they're you're, just this warped. Either you're that clueless, or they offered you a crap ton of money. Like also that, yeah, yeah. Because you might have had, there may have been the the moment of doubt of like, is this really something I want to do? And then they pass that check, and that check's got quite a few more zeros at the end of it than twelve hundred dollars we're gonna get. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, yeah, okay, I can sell myself out for that. I can do that. It's like, at least with those, uh, um, those movies, the, the ones with like Sylvester Stallone and Chuck Norris and, um, the Dispensables or whatever, whatever that those are called, you know, the one with like all the old action heroes and they're just put together yeah. and yeah, the Expendables, the Expendables. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, they know what they're doing is just total BS. Like they're just doing it for a check. They know the movie's going to be like basically bad, but like, it's they don't make any yeah, and they don't make any promises that it's going to be anything but that. Yeah, they tell you that's what it's going to be like. I mean, come on. Like, this is what you're paying for. You have Chuck Norris playing Chuck Norris, and he's just like, <laughs> yeah, you know, you know. They even brought in like fat a Chuck Dolph Norris Lundgren quotes. It's going to be Fat Dolph Lundgren in this movie. Like, they're not going to make any qualms about it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I forgot all about that Imagine thing. It's just like, ugh. I think I blacked it out, thank God, until the Julie Roberts thing, and it just it came back up. But it's just it's so tone deaf, man. Yeah. 
It's like, come on, people. You, you, you seriously that out of it? Apparently, dude. You know, do, are they going to get the twelve hundred freaking dollar checks? They probably got all their assets like locked up in all these different weird, crazy ways. They probably will get them. <laughs> Plus the five hundred ahead for the villages they've adopted. Oh, oh yeah. Now you know why. Um, uh, shoot, what's her face? I was married to Brad Pitt. Um, Angelina Jolie. Yeah, yeah you know why Angelina she... Jolie has adopted like thirty-seven children from different countries. Yeah, yeah. Sweet tax break on that <laughs> situation. <laughs> yeah, she needs that sweet tax break money. I mean, let's face it, when was the last time you saw her in a movie? You haven't. No, no. This is uh, We're going down a little Angelina Jolie rabbit hole for a second. But uh, what a waste, man. Like, she started off so edgy. Yeah. In that, uh, it, it, you know, in some of her earlier films. Yeah, like Girl and Erupted uh, and... Uh, I mean, there's, was... there's one I'm... There's one I'm thinking of. I can't remember it. But anyways, like it just and then just totally felt like she sold out, man. Like I feel like Mr. and Mrs. Smith was like the the turning point or maybe even Tomb Raider to some degree. Right. Was like her just mainstream like screw it. I'm just going to be a a body and and not just like this interesting actress anymore. Uh-huh. But uh but she was like she kind of had this sort of like mysterious mystique. Yeah, um, when she was you know, with I Billy Bob she was Thornton, kind of hot. Yeah, when she yeah, was, those were the days. Those were the days, man. Was she had like a vial of his blood around her neck all the time? <laughs> right, like it was exactly. just weird. But yeah. Like, okay. Like I guess I'll it, go it was, with that. It was strange, you know. She used to robe for a lot of her roles which i'm not gonna you know make that a, a big issue but uh definitely you know yeah so definitely not, was not some gonna complain issue. at all it's like yeah although it's weird when you're sitting in the theater with your dad and that happens you're like mm. yeah that's well that was the thing too because i was like probably late high school years when that was happening right or like when her bigger like hotter risqueer roles were going on so yeah that was always awkward yeah it's like uh hmm <laughs> and we just kind of agreed to just be like that was a good movie good movie yeah <laughs> yeah you just you never talk about it you're like yeah so no. the uh <laughs> that 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 uh that murder at the end didn't see that coming <laughs> you're like you're both just consciously trying not to think of angela jolie's naked boobs but that's all you're yeah. thinking of Trying not to make right. eye contact. Right, exactly. Yeah. As a parent today, uh, I know I would be banking it into my own personal for future use later thing, but it'd be weird if I knew that the kid would also be doing the same <laughs> thing. So I get it. I get why it was not a thing. You're both so, – yeah. The, the, the... <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's spank bank, man. You got to keep it you're rotating. Right, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> And then she had to go all like hippie, save the world, you know, borrowing a bunch of kids from people just so she could get the tax breaks. <laughs> you changed, Angela. Yeah. You have changed. You've changed. Just borrowing kids from everybody. <laughs> yeah. you, you used to be cool, man. Now you're like anorexic. Right. It's so like preachy. Just. I don't know. I don't get it. Like every time I feel like she's got something, she's now the the lady that like 
as soon as she opens her mouth up, she's going to like talk about the thing you don't want her to talk about. Yeah. You've heard it before and read about it. It's like, God dang it. Here we go. We're going to get 10 minutes of this spiel. <laughs> At least she didn't yeah, sing Imagine. Yeah, big oil dad. I get it. Right. <laughs> At least she wasn't trying to imagine. Thank you for that. Yeah. And for that, we thank you, Angela. Yeah, Angela maybe she had better sense than to do that. Just like, ugh. No kidding. It's like, what is happening? Imagine what celebrities are going to do like three weeks from now. I don't know. I'm hoping it's like Hunger Games like where they're going to be like <laughs> hunting each other down. <laughs> just like no hold barred kind celebrities of stuff. Celebrities just like running through the streets of Hollywood hunting each other. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. And they each have like their, their cell phone as a body cam and we can log on and watch all their body cams <laughs> at once. See, there you go, yeah. man. Social distancing, right? but we still got it. Oh, this was the new sport. Yes. We missed this a couple yes. podcasts ago. Yes, celebrities Here we hunting go. each other. Celebrities hunting each other because they're so bored in quarantine. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I'm pretty sure they start wasting away because no one's, you know, talked to them in a while. Yeah, the ego is a, is a very powerful thing, mm-hmm. and uh, clearly we're seeing that. Eventually, it just gives way to complete psychosis. Oh, and, yeah. You know, they're going to they're gonna want to be the best. And the best, there can be only one. Highlander had it first of all. So, you know, last celebrity standing is going to be the end of it. But that's the question. Who is the last celebrity standing? I think, uh, man, that's a good, that is a, that's a good question. It's got to be like a dark horse, I feel like. Right. I, I feel like it's, uh. Who's the Handmaid's Tale lady? Oh, yeah. I don't know her name, but yeah, she just she just kind of sneaks out of nowhere because she's like poisoning yeah. people and like you don't even yeah, see it coming. Exactly. Yes, that's who I that's who I think it is. Um, I gotta I gotta find her name. She was just in the the Invisible Man movie. Elizabeth Moss. Okay. I think I've got Elizabeth Moss as a dark horse. Uh, last celebrity standing. Yeah. Um, she's been preparing for this and all the other roles. Mm-hmm. Every role she's in lately, she's basically being like persecuted and oppressed and finding ways to lash out and kill people. Right. And it's just like she's primed. She's primed and ready to just she's have a breakout performance. Uh huh. She was made for this. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. It's always the one that you just you didn't see coming. Like, well, didn't well, really. Yeah, Alexis Bledel. That's another one that comes out of nowhere. Okay. Sweet, innocent Gilmore girl from way back in the day. <laughs> oh. All of a sudden, this like completely heartless, cutthroat person. Oh yeah, just bludgeoning everybody. I wanted to say Danny DeVito was like, "Nah, that guy's gonna get knocked out so fast." <laughs> <laughs> he's he's the fan favorite for sure, though. Oh yeah. We're all rooting for DeVito. Yeah, but yeah, he he's gonna get caught out in the open, and once that happens, like, well, he's done for. As somebody on like a horse you know, rides behind him, <laughs> this is like penguin wobbling away. <laughs> Who is the Black Panther? Oh, that dude. He hasn't been in much. No, yeah, he, that uh, dude. He was in some movie, and I absolutely hated it. They, they, they kept on. I didn't see the movie, but they kept on in the previews. They kept on like throwing lines in reference to that he was a like played an Avenger, and he was in like Marvel or oh, whatever. Got it. And like, like the Why movie had nothing that? to do with that, but they kept on like 
throwing lines referencing it, and I, I hated that. It's like, come he, on, man. He will never get out from underneath the Black Panther mantle. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like he will. He's like forever going to be the Wakanda forever. I can just see him. His He dies a little bit every time he says Wakanda forever. Right. Just like, ah, that's the, that's one more movie role I'm not going to get now. Right, exactly. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Maybe he shows like, up in like a, um, some HBO miniseries or something like that. And he's able to sneak a little bit. You never know. This is what we should do. Two dudes should have all right we've already well we're well past march madness unfortunately never even happened but we Mm. need a bracket we need some celebrity death brackets yes get some get some some top 32 celebrity we'll we'll seed them one through 16 in four different conferences 64 64 celebrities Uh we'll just throw them throw them at each other see what happens oh yeah and we will we'll just rank them by their like their imdb ranking number so it's like okay (laughs) these are the top four we spiral out so you know who (laughs) in a one-on-one cage match who wins yes yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah See, if they just organized that themselves, we wouldn't have to do this. But right, right. However, here now, now I'll pitch something out there to the audience. You could you could invest in the vending machines. That's that's well worth it. You could, however, invest in the celebrity death match effort. Just give us all the cash. We know that they're 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 well motivated by money. Send your checks to Grayson and Ferguson, two dudes. <laughs> And we'll get the celebrity death match thing going on. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, how do we determine who wins? Just who we think would win, or is there some more, yeah, a more yeah, scientific? Totally. Is there a more scientific I way think, of doing that? I think you and I, you and I, will just go through and determine who we okay. think will win. Yeah, who we think will win. And we'll have to bring out some random dark horses, like they're from the the, the small conferences. You know, they're they're the yeah, yeah, sisters. totally. Right, right. It can't be like just straight ticket. Uh, IMDb top 100 because that's just going to be a bunch of A-list people. Yeah, but uh, I feel like the top 16 or so, you know, sprinkle in some other A-listers. But yeah, get some other, uh, you know, that that one guy that is in that one movie that we never can remember its name, but we've seen him in a bunch of indie flicks. Yeah, whoever that guy is. Yes, <laughs> he'll be in there. Yeah. He'll be in there. Yeah, that's a good idea. Maybe that'll be, that'll be our thing for next week since we got nothing else to do. <laughs> no, tune in next week for celebrity deathmatch results. Yes, I like that. Wasn't that an old show, like an old claymation or something? It was. It was like remember, like that was back when I think MTV started the route of not playing music videos right. anymore. They did that celebrity deathmatch stuff. Wasn't that like the precursor to uh, Robot Chicken? Or something. It kind of was. It might have been the same crew because it was the same kind of comedy. It was definitely, definitely claymation. Death match. I'm looking it up here. It was uh, 1998. Man, it's going way back. And uh, Eric Fogel was the program creator. I'm trying to see if he did anything else. Besides that, he definitely did a lot of uh, a lot of you know cartoon type stuff. But yeah, I mean, it totally had the same type of uh, comedy. Those I used to watch those as a, as when I was growing up. 
Yeah. It's like on after like in the middle of the week or something. It usually had something tied into uh, some pop culture event. Yeah. You know, it's slightly relevant. And then you get to see two celebrities like beating the crap out of each other, which was sort of weird so in claymation I, form. I don't know if we can do the the current most popular celebs um, because I just went to IMDb and they kind of rank by like, by search. Um, I'm guessing a lot of um, lonely dudes are uh, looking up celebrities. Ah, uh, you're probably right. Let's see. You're on IMDb. Yeah. Top, top what? Top 100? Um, yeah, you click on the thing on the left, and it just it is a section that where there's a celebs. You click on that, and it'll say most popular celebs. Oh boy, um, I can you, only imagine. You just are you on the site? Oh you to, yeah, you I am on the site. <laughs> number <laughs> we've got number two, Alexandra Daddario. There's only one scene of, of a reason why she's number two. Yeah, well, you have it's Anna a- de Aramas, oh, a number one from Blade Runner and Knives Out. Evan Rachel, gotcha. Evan okay. Rachel Woods third. Yep. Yeah, Eliza Schlesinger <laughs> four. Eliza <laughs> Gonzalez five. Karen Gillian six. Betty Gilpin <laughs> seven. Vanessa Kirby eight. These are people that like haven't been in anything in like recently. Look at Idris Elba coming in at eleven yeah. though, man. Natal- yeah, Natalia <laughs> Zay or whatever nine. Yeah, Thomas McKenzie ten. Yeah, he's the first dude. He's the first and he's dude. probably only there because he said he had coronavirus. Right, right, exactly. And then for some reason, uh, Mark Wahlberg is 13. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Daisy Ridley, 24. But seriously, Jonathan Goff. if you looked at the oh, top wow, 100, I'm guessing 85 are women. Yeah, and I'm telling you, yeah, no, without a doubt, it's not because somebody wants to know what movie Samantha Morton was in. <laughs> no, no, it's not. It's Dude, you got number thirty-nine, Ursula Andress from Doctor No. She was born in nineteen thirty-six. I don't even know when the last movie she could have even appeared in. I don't even know if this girl is still alive. Richard right. Dreyfus comes in at forty-one. Yeah, we can't use this list. This list, we got to find a, a different. Well, list these are here. these are the current most popular. Which, come on, we all know. I'm I'm sure the 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 term nip slip was probably included for with most of these terms. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Um, Johansson doesn't even appear until forty-nine. Let's see if we can go. That's the, how you know the this. actual top one hundred star meter. Let me. We want to try to give. Oh, I need IMDb Pro. I turned that off. Um, I wanted. Try to give our, our listeners a uh, preview of what some of the people might be, but we can't we can't use what's trending list. No, no, no. It's gonna be a bunch of women you've never heard of because dudes saw somebody in a movie that they were binge watching at two a.m. last night and they pulled up their laptop. Let's see, can I access this from IMDb? I got uh, 100 greatest actors and actresses of all time. Oh, you can get some of the dead ones. We're going to get some of the dead ones. Bogart's number five. Oh, man. Undead Humphrey Bogart is my uh, shoe-in for a national conference champion. Well, and here's why. I'll give a good reason. There was when he and um, he was making the African Queen... And he was uh, trying to remember who the director was for that. 
African queen. Oh, so he made it with um. Catherine Hepburn was, you know, the uh, co-star, and John Huston directed it. And okay. they filmed it in, I believe they actually filmed it on location for a lot of the stuff. And everybody, everyone in the cast, everybody got super sick, except Humphrey Bogart and John Huston. They were the only ones that didn't get sick at all. Okay. And, and, and Catherine, uh, Catherine Hepburn was just like, kind of like, what the hell, man? Like, you know, she took care of herself, did all this stuff. And yeah, she, and yeah. she's like, "Well, why?" And then both of them are just like, "We're not drinking water. We just we just drink whiskey all day." <laughs> That's what I mean. The booze and the cigarettes, man. Yeah. That's absolutely why. Yeah. It's like, like they legit didn't drink water. They just drank alcohol the entire time, and they're the only ones that didn't get sick. <laughs> Hey, that's how I'm, that's how I'm approaching my quarantine. Yeah, it's the I mean, that's method. how the monks survived like the Black Plague. They just drank exactly. beer the whole the whole time. That's what I mean. How else do you survive, like, celibacy and isolation and Black Plague? Mm -hmm. You better be brewing some good beer, man. Beer, man. Beer's the answer. Beer's the answer. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Bogart, once again, proving he's a, uh, just a badass. All right, we gotta we gotta figure out some celebrities here. This list isn't really gonna help either because we've got Faye Dunaway on number twenty five. Yeah. So it's like we we'll have to we'll have to come come back with that. I like this idea though. We should do celebrity uh, brackets. Uh, you know, no no March Madness. So we're gonna throw a bunch of celebrities into a death match <laughs> against each other, like it's nineteen ninety eight yeah. celebrity death match. And one of these days we could do the most followed celebrities on Instagram deathmatch. Ooh, yeah, we'll, we'll keep we'll keep it going. The top ten for there would be uh, uh, Lionel Messi, the soccer player, followed by Beyonce, then Kylie Jenner, then Kim Kardashian, then The Rock, and Selena Gomez, Ariana Grande, and uh, Ronaldo. So you got a. Uh, I would take. You got two soccer players in there, man. I don't know. Rock? I feel like Kim Kardashian when she loses her shit. Would just bludgeon those soccer players to death. Yeah, like she just pulls off her heel, just bludgeoned. Just, just, just. I can see that. I can see that. Yeah, she's gonna. She will find ways to murder you from afar too. But Beyonce, so Beyonce versus Kim Kardashian. Who, who would, who would take that? <laughs> that is an incredibly that's difficult i gotta go with beyonce yeah. i'm going beyonce with this one yeah uh kim k kim k's got the uh the the crazy factor but i feel like beyonce she's been hanging out with jay-z she's learned long a few enough things. <laughs> she's learned a few things <laughs> yeah although she, that, kim kardashian's dad could be oj simpson Good point. I'm gonna throw a wrench into that. That's, that is a, uh, a a rumor that's that is going around. Um, I still got to go with Beyonce on this one, though. Yeah, I feel, I feel like she's uh she's too much of a uh, of a queen bee. Mm -hmm. No pun intended. Pun intended. <laughs> to to defeat the uh, the Kim K, even if she's got a little of the juice. Chooses murderous, murderous <laughs> streak in her. Uh huh. 
<laughs> I think that could go either way, though. Honestly, I think this is like very too. Cl- it's almost too close to call. I think Beyonce is probably a little quicker. She's got some faster moves. Yeah. So it kind of depends. Yeah, she's on she's also used to shaking it around a little bit more too. I think yeah. she's more in shape. All Have right. you seen Kim lately? I think she's getting a little she's getting a little sluggish. Yeah, she's had a few kids. Maybe Beyonce <laughs> has. She's had a few kids too. But I think Jay Z, they're still touring. They still got this whole like we run the world like mentality. Right. Although, who has had more people killed, Jay Z or OJ? Oh man, I think uh, that we know of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think OJ definitely is on that side of the fence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this is just a, a sampling of these. <laughs> Celebrity battles that we're gonna get into. I think that's it could right. be it could that's be right. interesting. It'll be, it'll be entertaining. We got nothing else to do in quarantine, so that's that's coming to you uh, next. That'll be our next one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See if we can put out like a printable list, and you can uh, fill out your own bracket. Yes, yes. It's too bad we couldn't like like uh, put it into like a simulation. <laughs> like, I know. Have a legitimate simulation of okay, this is who wins. Well, if uh, enough people send us their twenty-five uh, or $1,200 <laughs> stimulus check, we can make that happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can get the programming power to make that happen. Agreed. Um, but all right, so we're probably coming to the end of this thing. So which of the three brewskis or three drinks did you like the most? Okay, uh, surprisingly, I'm going with the first one. The rum cow. I actually really kind of dug that one. Uh, and even I would go so far as to say a curried rum cow is a drinkable drink right there. It had a weird milkshake type, almost like a eggnoggy. Um, it was sweet enough, dark rum with the milk. It was as far as like milk cocktails go, you just don't really see those hit as often. Mm-hmm. And this was surprisingly drinkable. I, I, I still say I did see on some uh, online instructions that you could do like a warm version of this. I think that would be disgusting. I think you got to <laughs> throw in a shaker. It's got to be like about as cold as it can possibly get. Uh-huh. Like almost ice cream getting out of that shaker with the rum and everything else, vanilla bitters and stuff. But it was weirdly good. All right, nice. I can dig that. A nice dark horse coming out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, For me, I... I'm actually gonna go with the Lindemans, the peach lambic. Nice. I I just it just hit the spot right today. Um, nothing wrong with the other two. I the the 1920 Arizona style lager actually taste wise has very much in common with the uh, the Sam Smith India Ale. It's kind of like the uh, um, the 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 cousin of the 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 two or whatever. I mean the Sam Smith definitely tastes better. And it has a higher IBU, but um, I mean, all in all, not bad. Not not a not a bad. I think it made up for my selection from last week because that <laughs> one was brutal. Uh, your week was like my week last week, and I feel like I had like the same. I had yeah. some good stuff last week, and this week was like, oh my god, this is just <laughs> bad. What am I doing? Bad all around. Yeah, bad all around. But Lambic, though, man, I dig it. Yeah, it's Good been a while since I cracked open the lambics, so it's nice to get that yeah. get that going again. Drink more lambics. 
yes, listeners out there. By the Belgian lambics. I mean, it helped the uh, the monks make it through the Black Plague. That means it can a lambic <laughs> can help us surely get through coronavirus. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but uh, anyways, Chris, you got anything else you want to talk to the people about? No, that's it, man. Just uh, you know, pay attention to the uh, our, our channel, Stitcher, Anchor, uh, wherever you get your podcasts. We're there, and uh, keep sending your feedback because we want to hear it and uh you know if we suck we suck tell us <laughs> but give us a good review um email yeah, us saying that, that we're bad but give us a good review that's it, that's it, good it, it, it good def- clarification it, it definitely helps with uh other people finding us but uh yeah if you could like and subscribe and do that stuff that stuff and yeah reviews help immensely with uh um Getting our numbers up, uh, it helps with iTunes and all that stuff. They like they like it when people review. So, um, anyways, for like week three or our podcast episode three of uh, the coronavirus season, that's that's what the season's going to be. This is, this is <laughs> it. Yeah, this is the, uh, official now. Yeah, two dudes in a six pack coronavirus episode three. So yeah. That that's it for this week. Uh stay tuned next week. So but for myself and for Chris, we will catch you guys all later. See ya. Making your way in the world today takes everything you've got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? All those nights when you've got no lights. Check is in the mail And your little angel Hung the cat up by its tail And your third fiancé didn't show Sometimes you wanna go Where everybody knows your name And they're always glad you came You wanna be where you can see Troubles are all the same You wanna be where everybody knows